Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here. We're doing it. We're going to have a good fucking Monday. I hope you're having a great Monday, everybody. As I drink water out of my pheasant cup. Look at them pheasants. Look at that guy. Look look how crazy looking the eye of that goddamn thing is. You, a pheasant looks at you and you think it has the eyes of a demon. It's a demon bird that hangs out in the ditches around the cornfield, stealing what it needs to survive in the harsh environments of the Midwest. The pheasant. I think pheasants are all over. I think they're down in like Texas and shit, too. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Maybe you should look that up, Wade. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna assume. Yeah, there's all sorts of pheasants. I got some nice duck hunting glasses and pheasant glasses. It's fun. It's a fun thing to drink from. It's festive. <laughs> What's it festive for, Wade? I don't know. It's just, to me, it's nice. I like drinking from a glass from a bird. From a prehistoric dinosaur, probably. Somehow related to something way back in the day that would kill us. Just a small miniature version of whatever giant species of bird that prey that it was roaming around getting. But what do I know? Hey, I hope you're having a fantastic week so far, though, guys. I hope you're starting off this Monday just kicking it right in the balls. I hope you're looking it right down the barrel and telling Monday, pull the trigger. I dare you. You don't have the cojones, Monday. You don't have the goddamn gall. To fucking make me start the week off on a bad foot. Let me ask you something, punk. Let me ask you Monday. You're probably asking, did he fire five shots or six? Well, in all the excitement, I lost track myself. So let me ask you something, Monday. Do you feel lucky? Well, you do ya, punk. And then Monday goes, yeah, I do actually because I'm the first bullet of the week. And blows you away. No, but I hope you you're wearing Kevlar. And you're just taking bullets and just fending off Monday, dude. I hope you guys conquering it, having a good week, you know. That's what we need to do. I'm trying to put out good positive vibes. Trying to do that. Because uh, I have been taking some L's. I, as the kids say, I've been posting L's all past couple weeks. I just have. I just, I just And they're not like big ones. They're just the little annoying things. I'll tell you what. I think I'm getting to a point where I might have to start going to coffee shops. I might have to, and I feel like I'm adamantly against that. I've never expressed that publicly. I've never stated that I have a problem with coffee shops or that I that you shouldn't go to them. I don't. I I do think you should go to them. They're convenient. They're nice. You know, when you need a cup of coffee, or as a as a as a writer. As a as a Reuter as I am, I like to go to a coffee shop and have myself a nice uh, black coffee while I sit there and write my funnies, <laughs> write my my goofs, <laughs> well, as I as I type away and come up with my goofs and my gags. You know, uh, I like going to a coffee shop to feel inspired. Uh, I'm not adamantly against them. I do. I am against going to them every day of the week. I'm completely against going and getting coffee from anywhere other than your house every day. 
Uh, I, w- I will say that. It's good to have a nice treat and go to a barista maybe here and there. But when you're like me and you don't drink fancy coffees, I don't drink a frappuccino or need whipped cream on top of my. I drink straight black coffee. Why do I need to go to somebody in a drive-thru? Huh? Why do, why do I need to add another human being to this element? Okay? I, I don't need another human being, okay? I have the beans at home. <laughs> I can brew it myself. Do I have hot water? Do I have a coffee maker? Do I have a coffee pot? No, actually, I don't have a coffee pot, and that's the problem now. <laughs> I fucking broke the coffee pot, and that's why I'm, I might have to start doing that, Be- going to an actual coffee shop and having somebody brew my coffee for me because clearly I'm not responsible enough to handle the equipment. This is the second coffee pot within a year that I've broken. The first one wasn't even mine. Broke my parents. Broke my that coffee pot. Doing it the most dumb, dipshit way possible. You know, they don't keep their coffee maker out on the counter all the time, right? They don't use it every day. Honestly, my parents don't even drink coffee. They don't. They they drink, they have it there for when my aunt comes up once a year. <laughs> and then now that I drink coffee, I use it more. I honestly think I probably started drinking coffee to make them justify having a coffee maker. I have it now when I go over to their house. <laughs> but they got a coffee maker because my aunt drinks coffee like crazy. So they got that. So when she comes up, she gets to have coffee there. That's what they did. And uh, I was getting it down during Thanksgiving. I'm back home, you know, I want to make some coffee in the morning. It sounds great, right? So I go into the cat, and they keep it up on the top shelf in their in their cupboard, or uh, not cupboard, but in their pantry, you know, because they're fancy. They have a, you know, a pantry is a walk-in closet for food. <laughs> it's crazy when you go into people and they have a big-ass pantry. It, just wall to wall with food and there's two people who live in that house <laughs> it's not like they have the family there anymore they have the family over but they just it's a giant room for food i don't even have access to that i'd be yeah i don't know anyway they keep it in the pantry and it's on the top shelf of the pantry and i go to reach for it and get it now, the smart thing to do if you're getting down a coffee maker with glass from a high place would probably be get the glass pot off first, right? That's what you should do. But guys, I was sleepy and tired because I hadn't had my morning coffee yet. I'm not thinking logically. I see the thing that's going to get me to the productive status and get my brain looping. I'm like a zombie in the morning before the coffee, okay? We all know that feeling. You're just walking, wandering into the pantry, and you're just like, coffee, and I reach up like a fumbling Frankenstein and try to grab this coffee maker and didn't pull the coffee maker off, uh, the glass off. You know what's really frustrating? I would have felt less bad about it had I gotten it, and it fell off when I got it off the shelf, right? Got it off the shelf. Everything's cool. And then I walk out of the pantry. I'm, I'm at this point, I'm six, seven feet away from where I was. And as soon as I put it on the counter, it had jiggled enough, and that's when it fell. It fell in the place where there was a walkway for everybody to step on it. You know, right in the walkway. 
just shatter a big piece of glass. And now it's a double whammy. I've broken my parents' appliance uh, and rendered it useless, and now I don't get coffee. And there's a possibility that somebody might step on a piece of glass later if you missed one because it's so hard to pick up glass. On dark floor, like dark hardwood floor, how do you spot it? You know, you just got to you vacuum over and over and over, and you sweep over and over again. And you just hope that there isn't some lone stray Rambo piece of glass going, he took all my men, and it just stabbed somebody in the foot. You just hope you don't have the situation of Merv coming through the window and home alone. You hope you just don't have to step in. Ah, ah, kill that kid. That's what, that's what would happen. My parents would yell, I'm going to kill that kid for stepping on glass that I caused. So that was the first coffee pot I broke this year. And then I broke my own, just trying to be good. You know, I hadn't washed the pot in a while. Nobody really washes their coffee pot that often. If you're using it all the time, you kind of just let it get that nice tinted brown stain to it, right? You know, it lets people know, hey, I have a caffeine addiction. <laughs> you don't wash the coffee pot. You let it just sit there and get stained. And you let people know that you go through so much Folgers. <laughs> the flavor crystals have been absorbed into the glass. Honestly, if you drink coffee out of a different pot... It tastes different because you don't have the hindering flavors. You know, I treat my coffee pots like a cast iron skillet. You know, it just gets seasoned more and more as you use it. But I know, I decided it was time to give it a wash. Get those that brown stain like a ring in your toilet out of there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. You let that sit there a little bit. You get that nice little brown ring. <laughs> you haven't washed the... Most of you haven't washed your toilet in a while. I guarantee you there's a heart, there's a brown ring in there. And you think it's from poop. It's not. It's just from the hard water. It's just from the hard water you have in your uh, toilet. Or maybe you tell yourself that. Maybe you're somebody who pees and just lets it sit there. You're an environmentally friendly person. And you don't want to flush if it's yellow. You let that shit mellow. <laughs> don't let shit mellow. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, you flush it down. But yeah, I'm just washing my, washing it, getting that ring out of there, just trying to do that. And then all of a sudden, pop, I popped off a perfect triangular piece of my coffee pot and it just went right into the fucking sink. Not only just in the sink, it went down the garbage disposal. So now we got a situation. I have glass in the garbage disposal. Luckily, it's only one piece. We only got one piece, but I got to reach in and get it out. I don't know if you guys have seen horror movies or anything, but that's normally when something bad happens. Hey, I got an idea. Let's put glass down a thing that's designed to chop up other things. So there's blades and glass in here. Woo. Sounds like a Mortal Kombat level. <laughs> uh, we got a real situation. And I found it. And I could feel it, but I couldn't really get it with my fingers. And I was too scared about, like, cutting myself. So I had to do the the smart thing. I did do the smart thing. I didn't try to pull it. I ended up, I felt located it with a finger. Figured it out. And was like, okay, yeah, well, uh, there, there, there a little bit. Uh, uh, okay. And then, so I located it. Kind of got a feel for what angle it was at. 
And that's when I had to go get the salad tongs. And I went with salad tongs because they're wood. Okay? You got to get the wood tongs. It's a little softer. But what if we went like a metal t- metal tongs for the grill? I think I might break the glass, you know? they The metal tongs just don't have the touch. So I go with the salad tongs. And I gently get it out. Now, I won't say it was perfect. I would have got buzzed if we were playing, uh, you know, Operation. But I got it out nonetheless. But that's a, and now I don't have a coffee maker. And things are getting bleak. I... I I don't know what to do. Not waking up and having coffee right away. I'm, I'm having to fend for myself. And uh, I won't go to these, getting those lines for those coffees in the morning. That's the worst part. That's why you just don't go to a coffee shop right away in the morning, dude. It's the lines. They're the worst. The lines are the worst part. I've been going to a gas station and getting coffee. And I'll tell you what. It's overpriced. It's still over- I don't understand how gas stations just don't charge a dollar for coffee. They should. It's not great. It's not good. There's no gourmet coffee. They act like they have gourmet coffee. Oh, would you like your co- iced coffee from Casey's or Quickstar or Come and Go? How would you like our iced coffee? No, I don't want your iced coffee. I barely want your hot coffee. It's not good. You know, I just, I started drinking coffee in the best way possible so I don't have a really good taste for it and I can just stomach it. I was drinking workplace coffee to begin with. And when I first got into coffee, it was at my first office job. And knowing what I know now about coffee, it was the worst. And everybody told me it was. People who I worked with were like, yeah, our coffee here is garbage. And that's why they have all the sweeteners and stuff so you can like make it taste good. And I was like, okay, I want the benefits of coffee because I need of caffeine and I don't want to drink energy drinks anymore. I got to trade off. And I decided to just drink that stuff straight. Just straight black coffee from the worst kind of stuff. And I did that for three months just because I was saving money drinking the the free stuff at work. And then I was like, I'd like to have coffee in the morning before I go to work. And that's when I bought Folgers. And I was like, this is the greatest cup of coffee I've ever had. <laughs> and it's because I was drinking shitty workplace coffee. And that's how you train yourself to like the low-end stuff, guys. You you have the low-end stuff. And then you f- go to the complete bottom of the barrel, the absolute worst. And you drink that for a while. And then when you step up to what is considered the bottom of the barrel for snobs... It's the most elite thing you've ever had. You feel like you're on top of the world, and that's how you operate as a poor person. And that's what I do. <laughs> and I got to get a new coffee maker now, and I should do it. It's I wanted to just replace the the coffee craft. I guess that's what they call it as a craft. It's the pot. I call it a coffee pot. I don't know. But I wanted to get just replace that, right? I have a little five-cup coffee maker. That's all I need. And I went to Walmart, and the coffee pot is $10. A new coffee maker with a new pot is $10, is $11. It makes no sense. But I don't want to throw out the coffee maker. I feel bad, and then I'm just causing more problems and just throwing away something that works perfectly fine because I broke the coffee pot. Why can't I just find a replacement that's cheaper? I don't know. I guess I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and bite the, uh, and I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Why don't you guys comment 
in the in below and let me know what I should do. Should I just be a typical American and do what I do? Oh, I broke one piece of this, even though it's still functional, and throw it away. Should I do that, or should I just bite the bullet and buy the replacement one? I don't know. You guys, let me know. I'll do your will. I will do your bidding. Whatever you guys decide. For once, I'll let democracy. I'll let it. I'll let it slide this once. Democracy will pick what I do. You guys get to choose what I do with my finances. How about that? In the meantime, guys, let's get into what I found this week. And it relates pretty well to what I was talking about. Because I've been tired. Because I haven't been able to get sleep, right? It's just been terrible. I haven't been able to rest well because I'm not getting coffee, so I have to figure out these different ways to make up the energy on the back half. And it turns out maybe part of the problem is is sleeping isn't all the only thing I need to do. There's other types of rest, guys, which leads me to this thing I found, the seven types of rest every person needs. I didn't know there were seven types of rest. It's almost like seven's a magic number that keeps recurring in the universe. Weird. But I guess there's seven types, so let's find out what they are. Have you ever tried to fix your ongoing lack of energy by getting more sleep only to uh, do so and still feel exhausted? Is the sky blue? Is the grass green? Is the Pope Catholic? And one follow-up question, does a bear shit in the woods? Indeed. We've all feel that every time. You can't get enough sleep. I don't think there's a person on this earth who gets enough sleep. I don't know anybody who's ever gotten the right amount of sleep, ever. If that's if that's you, here's the secret. Sleep is and rest are not the same thing, although many of us incorrectly confuse the two. Uh, we go through life thinking the rest. Uh, we've rested because we have gotten enough sleep. But in reality, we've missed out on other types of rest we directly need, uh, that we directly need. The result uh, is a culture of high-achieving, high-producing, chronically tired, and chronically burnt-out individuals. We suffer from a rest-deficient because... Uh, we don't understand the true power of rest. Rest should equally rest... Uh, should equal restoration uh, in the seven key areas of your life. Okay, so it's not really, this is going to be seven key areas that you need to get rest, not seven key types, I feel like. Anyway, let's find out. First type of rest you need is physical rest, which can be passive or inactive, or active. Uh, passive physical rest includes sleeping, napping, while activities, or while active physical rest means uh restorated activities like yoga, stretching, massage therapy to help improve your body's uh, circulation and flexibility. Hmm. Okay. The more I keep finding out about stretching, the more and more I go, I don't do it enough. I need to just dedicate time to just stretching. And I want to do it too. I need to. I Dude, I saw a man in Walmart when I was looking for that coffee pot. Uh, he was standing next to me, and I think he was having the same issue. He was breaking coffee pots, too, and he was like, this man had a pure 90-degree back, guys. Just the most hunchback person I've ever seen. And I, he could have been in a horrible accident that got it that way, right? It, totally. Or he's been having bad posture his whole life. I'm slouching right now. Talking about it makes me want to sit up. 
I am so terrified of that. I don't want to have a uh, end table back where you can, where somebody can just rest a beer on me and be totally fine. I that's why I'm trying to get back into stretching to help with the make sure I'm keeping those shoulder blades back and all that stuff. But anyway, I digress. Uh, stretch, guys. Uh, the second type of rest is mental rest. Do you know that coworker who starts the work every day with a huge cup of coffee? He often uh, he's often irritable and for uh, and forgetful, and he has a difficult time uh, concentrating on his work. Uh, when he lies down at night to sleep, he frequently struggles to turn off his brain as conversations from the day fill his thoughts. And despite sleeping seven or eight hours, he wakes up feeling like he never went to bed and he's meant, uh, he has mental rest deficient. He, um, a good, the good news is you don't, don't have to quit your job or go on vacation to fix this. Schedule short breaks occur every two hours through your workday. These breaks can remind you to slow down. You might uh, also keep a notepad on your uh, by your bed and jot down any nagging thoughts that you would keep you awake. This is a good idea in theory, but I don't know if corporate America is ready for you to take a break every two hours and you get I don't my job you get two 15 minute breaks and then your half hour for lunch right you only have to clock out for your half hour for lunch you that's when you're off the clock but the 15 minutes ones you're just on there and I don't think you're allowed to like split them up anyway it's just it's tough if you want to like have like this work-life balance the rules that are in place for you are not friendly in that aspect of it. Uh, also, if you have a notepad and you're supposed to write down any nagging thoughts that are keeping you awake, boy howdy, you're gonna need. Do they make notepads enough? Like you're gonna have a stack. You imagine that stack of notebooks. <laughs> you need to burn all of those after you fill it. Just every nagging thought, and you just have. Th- you know, 70-page notebooks filled with just one-line thoughts about horrible things that you're thinking about, you have to burn those. You have to literally sacrifice those thoughts because you can't let them sit there. You don't want to revisit those and read those. Oh, boy, is that a scary notebook to go back through. Imagine your wife finds that. (laughs) Well, she knows you have it, but, like, eventually one day she just goes through it She's like, but the problem is she's gonna count how many involve her. Hey, ooh, you don't want to deal with that. That's a that's a you. That's why, as a good Irish Catholic person, you just push it down. You just keep those inside, and you die of a heart attack at sixty, and then you don't have to worry about getting rest anymore. Uh, the third type of rest we need is sensory rest. Uh, bright lights, computer screens, uh, background noises, multiple conversations, whether it's in the office or a Zoom call, can cause a sense of overwhelming, uh, feel, uh, senses to feel overwhelmed. Uh, this can be countered by doing something simple like closing your eyes for a few minutes in the middle of the day as well as uh, by intentionally unplugging from electronics at the end of every day. Uh, intentional moments of sensory deprivation uh, can be 
begin to undo the damage inflicted by overstimulated world. Yeah, that makes sense. Everybody knows that. We need to just disconnect from fucking technology and screens and all sorts of shit for a while. Uh, the fourth type of rest is creative rest. This type of rest is especially important for anyone who solves problems or brainstorms new ideas. Creative rest awakens awe and wonder inside of each of us. Uh, do you recall the first time you saw the Grand Canyon, uh, the ocean, or waterfall, allowing yourself to take in the beauty of the outdoors, even if it looked it looks at local a local park or in your background provides you uh, with creative rest. But creative rest is simply isn't simply about appreciating nature. It's also including enjoying the arts, uh, turning your workplace into a place of inspiration, displaying images uh, of places you love and work uh, of art to speak to you. Uh, you can't spend 40 hours a week staring at a blank jumble of surroundings and expect yourself uh, to feel passionate about anything, uh, much less come with innovative ideas. Now let's take a look at another individual. Uh, I don't care about another individual. I just want to comment. I don't have shit at my desk. <laughs> That's probably why I don't feel very inspired when I go to work most days. <laughs> It's just hard. I don't want to have a shit ton of stuff on my desk. I just spilled water. Damn it. I just spilled water. I just spilled my water. I can't believe I did that. I spilled my water. Um. Yeah, I just don't have any stuff there. I don't care to have stuff there. Uh, and it's probably because I want to be detached. <laughs> I don't want to feel like I'm present there. <laughs> and it's a bad thing. I should probably put a little more uh, work into my job. But then I wouldn't be putting the work I put into this for you guys. You see what I mean? I suffer for my job that actually pays me to get you guys something that you probably don't even need that much. But here we are. <laughs> Let's go to the next point. Uh... This person requires emotional rest, which it means uh, they have time and space to freely express your feelings and cut back on the people pleasing. Emotional rest um, also requires uh, the courage to be authentic. An emotional rest person, uh, rested person, can answer questions like "How are you today?" with a truthful "I'm not okay." Uh, then go on to share the uh, hard thing that they're overwhelmed to go to say. If you need emotional rest, you probably have a social rest deficiency too. Uh, this occurs when you fail to uh, differentiate between relationships that lie us, f uh, reveal us from those relationships that exhaust us. Uh, to experience more social rest, surround yourself with positive and supportive people. Even if your interactions have occurred virtually, you can choose to engage more fully in them by turning on your camera and forcing, uh, focusing on who you are speaking to. The final type of rest is spiritual rest, which is the ability to connect beyond a physical and mental feeling, uh, a different a deep sense of belonging, love, and uh, acceptance and purpose. To receive this, engage in something greater than yourself that, and add prayer, meditation, or community involvement to your daily routine. As you see, sleep can only, it can't restore us to the point of feeling re 
to feel re- we feel rested. Ugh, I did not get that sentence right at all. So it's time for us to begin focusing on getting the right type of rest we need. The last part is very interesting about the spiritual rest because uh, I think people do get hung up on the fact of religion and people are so turned off by that idea. Um, even meditation. It, it is important, I think, to think about something bigger than yourself. It's um, it's tough to do and it's kind of overwhelming, but uh, being part of that helps. I think that that kind of rest is very, very important. Um, emotional rest, man, it, it that is a tough one. Especially when it feels like a lot of times we're told you have to uh, basically shut down your emotions in certain situations. I don't feel like I'm allowed to be emotional in like work related things or certain aspects. Like it seems like having any kind of emotion is actually very frowned upon. And it's very annoying. I don't know. I think you should allow people to have their emotional uh, feelings um, without judging how they're going to feel. Um, but that's a tough thing to do and requires emotional uh, maturity, which I know I don't have. <laughs> that's why I'm unhealthily expressing my emotions most of the time. But that's why we're here to work on stuff. And that's why this is not worth the time because I found all this stuff for you guys because otherwise you wouldn't have looked this up, right? And I just read it to you. And here we go. And you listen to me talk about how I broke a coffee pot all day. Wow. Was this episode just filled with stuff living up to the name of this show? <laughs> and guys, if you like this show, head on over to punninggame.com where you can find the archives of it. And we got all sorts of episodes. We're over 100 episodes now. We're at like, this is 133. So there's 132 more episodes that you can go listen to. Guys, there's a half hour, all those. Think about it. Guys, now there's even more stuff there. That's right. This isn't the only show there. There's Who Gives a F? Me and Nathan talking. We are almost at 365 episodes. You can listen to us every day for a year now on Who Gives a F? So check that out. And uh, if you want to watch the podcast and see me read the article and all that stuff, you just go to YouTube.com and search Comic Wade Taylor. At Comic Wade Taylor is the handle, and you can get the video versions of those podcasts. You can uh, see stand-up clips. You can see my half-hour wild horses. All sorts of cool stuff happening at Comic Wade Taylor on YouTube. So go check that out. Subscribe. Hit like. Share it with a friend if you enjoy this. It's definitely uh, a good way to pass the time. I know I need podcasts. You guys need podcasts to pass the day and I'm glad I can help you do that also guys head over to the punning game shop we can get t-shirts hoodies all sorts of cool stuff to support your favorite website here and don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD that's NWTPOD and it gets you free shipping at checkout so don't forget to check out all that good stuff I don't have any shows coming up so I don't have anything to plug there but I thank you for sticking around and listening at the end to see if there were if you did good for you guys thank you Guys, this has been not worth the time. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.